Good Adventures, everybody, and welcome to episode 29 of Books Cubed. I'm back. I was gone for, oh, geez, this last month has been kind of off and on, but I think I'm back now. I think I am over all my dizziness and issues from my cochlear implant, and I'm a happy camper. We'll see if that continues. I have to go back for more programming soon, so I'll let you know what happens. So this week I am, oh, actually I'm back this week. Last week I was in Chicago at a writing conference at the Selmer Books Show, and it was, it was just wonderful. I had the best time. I met tons of really great authors. I'm going to be featuring a bunch of them on the show in the coming weeks, and uh, it was very exciting. And I'm on the plane, and it's two flights. One is like, I don't know, two hours, and then I got to deplane and get on another plane for another hour. And so I've got my Kindle just loaded with books and I'm all excited and I open it and I'm looking at the different books I've got and it occurs to me that about 15% of the books in my Kindle are romance books. And I always thought, I read just about anything, but I thought that I really didn't read much romance. And I thought, well, the books that are romance that are in my in my Kindle are things that are the people have told me about and I downloaded a sample and then I liked it. But it turns out there's quite a few on there that were not recommended by somebody. And I, I got them anyway and read them and liked them. And um, I don't know why, why that's surprising to me. Um, I mean, it goes back to, I think, I was just talking to somebody about this today. I think it goes back to high school and reading Pride and Prejudice, <laughs> hating that book with a passion. Hated that book, hated it so much. And even when they added zombies to it, I still couldn't read that book. And I know there's all kinds of you out there that love it. That's great. I'm happy that you love that book. But it sort of got me thinking that I really hated romance. When I didn't, and I wouldn't say hated, um, but it wasn't a, uh, a genre that I thought I read very much. And after looking at my Kindle on the plane, I'm like, no, I actually read quite a lot of it. Uh, and it's um, a, a big variety of stuff. I have got I'm Travel with Romantic Element. I've got Historical with Romantic Element. Um, uh, Angels with Romance. That's a good series. I, I talk with Tamara. That's Tamara, TK Lawyer. So uh, you see she's one of the shows. I'll put a link in the show notes. Uh, time Travel Romance is... Um, I'm so sorry, Carrie Pack. I could picture her face, and I was thinking it made me think of cats. She just uh, made like a cat, this cool cat thing. It's like two stories outside of her window for the cats, and they can go outside the window and play outside. So I think of her. I thought of cats. Totally blanked on her name, and I don't want to call her a crazy cat lady because actually I think it's her husband who brings the cats home, not her. Anyway, I think one of their cats is named Squish because he didn't. He found it on one of the one of the car tires. So uh, anyway, she's in the show. It's just all kinds of really good authors of romance books. And you know, I'm not. Um, I think also I'm just not a romantic person. Uh, when my husband and I got married, he was going to carry me across the threshold, and I forgot. And I just walked inside after he opened the door, and he's all, "Wait a minute! What are you doing? Get back out here!" Which I didn't. And um, another one that comes to mind: we were in. Um, uh, Italy, and we went to Trevi Fountain. And you're, if you saw the movie Three Coins in a Fountain or read the book, 
then you take a coin and you go over to the fountain and you throw it over your shoulder and it goes into the fountain and it means that you will come back another time to for another visit. So people knew we were going, people had given me coins. I had a coin for each of my kids. I had a coin for me, a coin for my husband. I'm holding them all in my hand and I walked over to the fountain and just tossed them in. And my husband said, ah, he had the camera and he was all ready to take pictures of me throwing them over my shoulder. And I guess he was gonna throw some and he said, you are not romantic at all. And I said, yeah, what's new? Uh, so, you know, when I, when I thought about it and I talk about books and I think, I just don't really read that much romance, but no, apparently I do. So, hi, my name's Melissa, and I like romance. So, let me get to today's show. I am talking with, and I'm going to say her name wrong, Anne-Marie Hubert, and I know I've said it wrong. And uh, she was my roommate in Chicago. She is a lot of fun. You're going to like this interview. She does um, numerology and tarot cards and all kinds of other things, and it's really, really interesting and i really haven't um done much with this kind of stuff i just really haven't been exposed to it and i met a, several people who worked with tarot cards and uh she was the only numerologist that i met there she's also a tarot card reader i'm kind of glancing at her bio oh my god the number of disciplines that she's certified in is amazing she also does readings and and some other things she has a patreon and I'll have a link to that at the end of the show and down in the show notes and uh, just all kinds of interesting stuff. Uh, so uh, have a listen and um, I will see you after. Okay, everybody, welcome Anne-Marie. And I'm going to say your name wrong. How do you pronounce it? Eber. Or okay, Eber. great. <laughs> great, great. It's spelled U-B-E-R and I knew I was going to say it wrong. So I met Anne-Marie at a writing conference two weeks ago in Chicago. We were roommates. We had a blast. And she is, uh, well, she's got all these great credentials. So let me go ahead and just read her bio real quick for you. Anne-Marie is a reader, healer, instructor, psychic medium, numerologist, and astrologer. She has a bachelor's in metaphysical science and is a Chaldean numerologist, a certified angel card reader, an advanced oracle card and tarot reader, and a certified practitioner of a lot of things. Um, she has a lot of experience in metaphysical sciences, and I think you're getting your PhD in metaphysical sciences? Mm -hmm. Okay, so she's got all these really interesting credentials. So welcome to the show. Yay, thank you. And um, I'm talking today about her book, which is called, and she's gonna hold up a copy. This is called um, Five Numbers of Destiny. Your ancient, hang on, I gotta move this. I gotta make my, my screen bigger here. Hang on, everybody. Okay. Uh, five numbers, there it is. Five, five numbers of destiny. Change your fate using the lost art of ancient Chaldean numerology. So, and I'm sure I said that wrong too. So, for anybody who has no idea what we are talking about, tell us what is Chaldean numerology? Well, I'm a firm believer in uh, the world being mapped out by numbers. I think everything breaks down to numbers. Um, and Chaldean numerology is a different system that is not really mainstream. So when you see numerology books in the store, they're usually uh, analyzing you like, 
your characteristics, your motivations, that type of thing, kind of similar to astrology, um, although astrology is very involved. But uh, Chaldean numerology is more tied to karma and why certain things are happening to you and what's going to happen to you in the future or likely to happen to you in the future and what do you do about it or how do you change that? So a little bit different. Um, how did you get started in this? <laughs> well, um, I have been into metaphysical, for lack of a better word, topics since I was a child. And so I kind of live these things. I don't um, to study them. I just, I mean, it's kind of part of my life. But Chaldean numerology, I started studying in my early 20s and then just started testing it, testing it, testing it. I'm 51 now. So um, just looking for patterns because it was kind of an incomplete system. And there's a lot of arguments about what's the correct system. And, you know, I think all numerology uh, has value, you know, no matter what system you're using, it's got value. It's just used for different purposes. And I saw a lot of people trying to mix two systems together and say, well, look, this is, you know, I'm a nine and it's like, well, that's totally different in this system than in this system. So, um, I just got motivated to write a book because I was already teaching classes on it. And, um, I think if you try to mix two systems together, like Pythagorean is more mainstream and Chaldean, then you're, you're creating a whole new system that has to be tested. So I just decided to write a book and. Yeah. Was, and and, and uh, it was interesting. It was really interesting. Um, lots of numbers in it. <laughs> and, and I like that you, okay. So I was going to say, I like that you, uh, and she did the numbers. There's numbers for like people's that you take their names and like birth months and uh, birthstones and, and various things about them to come up with the numbers that explain their lives. Would mm -hmm. you say that? Yeah, it's um, the key with this system is the combination of numbers and how they interact with each other. And again, it's kind of similar to an astrology chart. If you, if I tell you, okay, you, your sun in Taurus, there's how many millions of Tauruses out there. So it's going to be very general, but if you look at your whole chart, it's, how everything all the planets and everything are interacting with each other it makes you very unique and different so it's the same thing with this you have to look at all the numbers together and then that gives you a picture of what's going on and what could possibly happen um and based on your name and it's the most um the name you're most known by so the one that's used the most often because that's going to be generating the most energy and and uh, putting that energy out there um, so it's your name number, and then you have a number for your day of birth. So if you're born on the first of the month, you're a one. Um, you're born on the eighth of the month, you're an eight. Uh, and then you, you break everything down to that one through nine. So if you're born on the 11th, one plus one is two, so you're a two. So that's your day number. And then you have um, a period number, which is kind of related to astrology, and a hidden number, which is taking two of those numbers and adding them together. But um, yeah, yeah. I, I started going through to do, I did my name number and it was really interesting because my name is Melissa. So my name added up to 20, but I'm adopted. And my name was changed when I was adopted, which I didn't know until I was in my mid thirties. And it was so funny because, well, it's not funny. It was odd that my whole life, every time I said my name, I always felt like I was lying. It was weird and I could never figure out why I had these feelings. 
then when I'm in my mid thirties, my mother's, oh yeah, yeah, your name used to be Virginia. We changed it. I'm oh not a God. dog. You can't change someone's name. Anyway, so I did the number Virginia and it's also a 20. <laughs> well, that's I thought that was very interesting. They're both the same number. Uh, so, and I think the name Virginia, well, I like it. You know, it's not like I don't like the name Melissa, but every time I say it, it feels like a lie. Even when I say it, talking to someone who also was named Melissa, it still feels like a lie. So it was strange, but I thought it was interesting that both Melissa and Virginia are 20. <laughs> but I didn't do any of the other numbers because I got a little confused. So, okay. I mean, it wasn't that the book was confusing. It was just a lot of information and I read it over just a couple of days. So if I'd had time to really um, absorb it, I think I, I would understand it better. So walk me through another, there's, okay, there's the, 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 this name, but this number for my name, but what other numbers do we have then? Well, you've got the, um, the five basic numbers, and it's actually a, a, a simple system, but you have to learn, you have to practice it so you learn the rules. So when you're looking at all those numbers together, you follow the rules of the numbers. So um, I think a lot of people that study Pythagorean may think that Chaldean is very complex, and it's not. Um, it breaks down to, some, to very simple rules. You just have to learn them and and use them over and over and that's how you that's how you get it but um so i was just going to look at your numbers so m-e-l-i-s-s-a that's spelled correctly and b-a-n-c-z-a-k yeah i didn't do i didn't do the last name just the first name yep 20 for melissa mm -hmm. so um that's an individual name number so that number 20 is going to have energy every time your name is used um, 20 is the numbers, um, I'm, I can't even talk, the number compound numbers 11 through 52 have um, all the numbers 1 through 52 connected to the 52 days of the week, which the Chaldeans invented. Um, so the compound numbers, which is a double number, those have their own meaning. So they're like a karma that um, that you're here to work out, or maybe it's a karma that is a reward type karma to bless you. So um, that 20 is gonna be one of the numbers um, of karma that you're working out in this lifetime. And then um, the last name will have an individual name number. The interesting thing about this system, because you were talking about hating to change names, but you can change your number energy by changing your name. That's um, right, yeah, I read that in your book, yeah. Because you can't change your day of birth, so. No, 23rd, of April 23rd. Oh, you're April 23rd. So 23 is a great number. Let's see what your last name is. 21, does that sound right for your last name? Oh, you know, I didn't do the last name, so I don't know. <laughs> so uh, you would take that two plus the three is five for your um, total name number. So five is somebody that's very adaptable, people type person like you are. Um, and then your this is interesting because your day of birth, the 23 is a five because two plus three is five. So you actually have your name number and your day number matching. They're both fives, which is ideal. That's what you want because that creates a general harmony, like an overall umbrella effect of harmony. And then you have all the other numbers in there still interacting. So you've got a two, a three, two fives, 
those fives added together create your hidden number of 10. So basically your destiny is determined by what you do, what your intentions are. If you, if your intentions are good, that's, then you get rewarded. If your intentions are not good and you know, the exact opposite. Evil. <laughs> and then your period number is going to be based similar to your sun sign. So you're Taurus. So you'd be a six period number, which is, it just has a positive energy to it. So then you would take that two, three, five, five, one, six, and look how they all interact. Um, and you don't have any numbers that are, uh, you know, opposing each other or creating problems really. So you have a really good numbers here. Um, the 21, is that the, is that your married name? Yes. Yes. My, so maiden name, my maiden name is Cushman, C-U-S-H-M-A-N. So we'll look at that too. So that 21 you kind of inherited by getting married. So that will change your numbers. That's another thing when women get married and, and uh, use the last name. 27. So your, your maiden name was a really good number too, but it made your total name number an 11, which does not match your five. So 11 is getting in trouble for what you say or, or, you know, you can't ever get away with anything. It's like, oh, yeah, that was my childhood. Yeah. <laughs> of course, that might be. A, you know. I was a terrible liar. I just couldn't do it. So then you got the this is very interesting. OK, so with your maiden name, you come out to the 11, too, which was, is not in harmony with the five. And when you add that, oh, wait a minute, 11. Okay, so you kind of have a 23 or a 21 again in there, which you got from your married name, but you actually have the 16. So um, when you build something up, it's like it's going fine, and then all of a sudden, boom, it just falls apart. So it's like, oh my gosh, so everything you try to do, it falls apart at some time. So, um, so this was a really good change to your married name because you have excellent numbers, which... Awesome. I got a good guy, too. <laughs> So um, if it was like difficult, you could do something like take an S out of your name, your first name, or go by a nickname, Missy, or something like that. So there's different things you can do to try to create a different energy. But um, basically, that's it in a nutshell right there. Uh, a lot of people will look at just the name and say, well, uh, Jesus is a terrible number. Why? Why is this person having such good luck? We didn't look at their birthday and then how those numbers that could be negative, but because they're with the other numbers, it's creating this really positive energy. So that's just kind of what the system is, is learning how the number energies interact. And the reason they interact with each other is they're all tied to the planets in astrology and how those planets interact. So like if you study Vedic astrology, um, Hindu astrology that is going to show you well these planets get along and these don't so it's kind of similar with the numbers but you complex but it's actually it just breaks down into simple things yeah yeah it, do you ever do you ever do somebody's um somebody's numbers and then look at them and think how are you even alive <laughs> yes <laughs> um some people 
have a lot of eights in their numbers and eights can be a really hard number. Uh, eight has to do with power and issues of power. So anything that represents power like money, authority, sometimes people use sex as power over other people. Um, so all these things are gonna be major in their life. And they usually end up having money, but they, they have to pay a very high price for it or um, they have no money and they're just constantly struggling. So the eight usually represents, cause it's tied to the planet Saturn, which is the planet of karma. So it's gonna represent, if you believe in past lives, which you don't have to. Um, I always tell everybody, you don't have to believe what I believe, but um, <laughs> you can trace it to childhood, I guess, but you have karma that carries over. So based on what that is, how is it gonna play out in this lifetime? Is it gonna be reward karma or is it gonna be payment? You know, you're, sacrifice karma so that eight is karma um and wh what's it going to be is it going to be good or bad and, and sometimes i see people with tons of eights and then things that interact with those eights like nines um so nine is mars so mars and saturn are just butting heads and that can create like violent conditions or anger um or they'll have wars with the eights and the nines it's like these combinations that are just really really difficult and i'll look at their name and think i can't even i can't even do anything with their name to change it because it's almost like they came in to play out that script where like the name no matter what you do you keep coming up with the same number like you with the 20 is kind yeah. of following you so um it's just interesting but i mean so so what do you do if you have bad numbers and you can't change your name i mean are you basically screwed i mean is there anything you can do to change your destiny um, I would say take on another name or what you can do is if you don't want to change your name, cause some people are sensitive or, or they have a family name and you know, grandpa's going to be really offended. Um, something you can do is work with colors and stones. Uh, crystals have energy in them. So, um, you can carry crystals that are the opposite of your number. So if you have a lot of eights, you can carry crystals that um, the opposite time period for the eight is the one period, the Leo period, which is basically just looking at a chart in the book. And then wear colors of the number one, which would be like golds, golden brown, yellows, um, wear stones in those colors and try to create a different energy. Um, don't do things on eight days. Uh, which would be like the 8th, the 26th, 2 plus 6 is 8, the 17th. Try to avoid starting or making big plans on those days. So there's different things you can do like that to try to tone down that 8 energy and avoid 8 colors, like black. <laughs> wearing a black or an I'm wearing color. black too, yeah. <laughs> but then some people, you know, they do great with that number. So it just depends. It's, it's looking at the whole thing together whole thing together yeah so so i don't i don't remember if we talked about it but i know was reading in the book there's hidden numbers mm -hmm. tell me so what, are, what are the hidden numbers hidden number is something that uh i think some people when they study chaldean they don't look at it um your hidden number was 16 with your maiden name and you and you had 21 with this name and um so 21 is that number of, it's, it's something, well, let me answer what hidden number is first. So that's something that people don't always look at. 
and they miss it. So they have like these great numbers and they're like, why am I having this terrible luck? And then lo and behold, they have like this 12 or something as a hidden number that they didn't know existed. And that's that sacrifice number where you just, your plans are always sacrificed or maybe you go through major sacrifices in your life. Um, so it seems to be a theme for you. So it's kind of that number that nobody pays attention to, but it's like this hidden whammy that this left hook that comes in and hits you. Or it's a really good number that it's like, well, gosh, this person has terrible numbers, but why are they having, in some areas, they're having really good luck, what's going on? So your 21 is um, success after effort, um, you know, learning lessons and over time, and then you finally succeed. So it's like succeeding, uh, getting over the hill and, and to the top of the mountain kind of thing. The 16 was just, boom, you know, the, um, and these are connected to the tarot cards too. So 16 is that tower card in, in the tarot deck where the lightning strikes the tower and it falls. So it's like we're building this tower and, and then all of a sudden, boom, it's, it falls apart. So that's kind of like a, a theme of that person's life. Unless they have um, other numbers to balance out that seven. So that 16, seven. So. Uh, okay. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna. I've got my tarot cards sitting next to me here, and I was gonna grab it, but they're not even open. I thought they were out, and I, I remember the tower one was near top because I was looking at it. I've been looking at. Um, I'm writing a fantasy series, and I was looking at the tarot cards, so I've been using them, pulling cards to uh, uh, just kind of let my mind wander, and then writing down some things that that I think about when I'm looking at these cards in relation to the characters and what they're going through at different points in the book series. And it's been really interesting, and I have no idea what any of the cards mean. And at this point, I really don't want to know because I'm coming up with my own thoughts and ideas. And um, it's just a basic set. When we were in Chicago, one of the guys, I don't remember who it was, somebody had a set of steampunk tarot cards. Did you see them? No, I didn't. I don't remember who had them. Somebody. <laughs> and they were gorgeous. In fact, they were a series when I when I went to Barnes and Noble to get a set of cards. I sat on the floor and I told all the tarot cards down on the floor with me, and the lady walked by and she kind of just looked at me and then walked away and didn't say anything. Thankfully, but I opened everything that let me nothing, anything that wasn't in cellophane. I opened it and looked at all the cards and there was a tarot set with um with the steampunk stuff which was really interesting, but it was too abstract that I wanted just the basics, so I got a very primitive set. I mean, I got like, this is what I got. Can you say that? Oh, it's Tarot Before by um, Corinne Kenner, and the artwork's by Ian and Simona Rossi. Rossi. Um, yeah, and they're pretty, they're pretty, and they, they they're, I'm sorry? Showing a different viewpoint of the classic, one of the classic decks, the right away. Just yeah, they're, um, first perception of the card Let's see if i can well, hold this use your intuition with them you know you you don't necessarily need to know the meanings that just use your intuition <laughs> and i pulled out a card and it's the tower <laughs> so there's the tower card <laughs> for your married name <laughs> get rid of that <laughs> so it's really pretty and so you know looking at it um you know it gives me all kinds of ideas when i'm when i'm as I'm working out who these characters are and, and what they're after. I mean, I know what they're basically, you know, um, the good, the evil, and it's a hero story and all that, but, but the things that they're going through. So the tarot cards have been a lot of fun just to play with. Um, but I really don't, I mean, I don't know too much about them and I really don't want to 
probably until after I've um, done all my um, all my figuring out and stuff, and then maybe I'll go through, and then maybe not too. Maybe I don't really want to know too much. Well, I have an interesting theory about the tarot. Um, they it's broken down into the major arcana and the minor arcana, and I the traditional decks have 22 major arcana. My theory is there was 52, like the 52 weeks in the year and the 52 numbers in Chaldean, because these uh, first 22 Chaldean numbers correspond exactly with the tarot cards. And the old um, relic decks of tarot that they found had like 40 some trumps in them, but they weren't a complete deck. So they really don't know how many major arcana were in the original decks. So uh, that's one of my theories is that it lines up with this Chaldean system. Oh, but, yeah. Yeah. And if, how old was that deck that they found? What, what time period did they put it back to? I'm trying to remember. If you remember, was, put you on like, the spot. It's all right. 1400s. I have a bad memory. Um, but they, they have like old in museums and things. They have old, um, old relic decks that just, they don't have any idea how many original cards there were, but. Oh, really interesting. Proving that, but that's my theory. So. Yeah. Oh, it's all, it's all, it's all really interesting. Yeah, the number stuff is interesting. So you've got a workbook that goes along with the book, which is Five Numbers of Destiny, and then the workbook. <laughs> I thought I had it. I, did, I thought I had. It. I've got it on my phone. Um, the workbook is. Bear with me, people, as I go to the beginning of the cover. It's going to be backward and probably hard to see. Number system. Yeah. So uh, it's a 30-day certification workbook, but not really interested in being certified. But um, I thought it might be fun to learn more about it by going through every day and doing one lesson per day. And uh, a friend of mine is probably going to do this with me so that when we can talk about this, then we thought it would be fun to come back in 30 days and talk about what we learned. Yeah, and how we felt about everything that was that was going on, and we'll really understand what it is once we go through that. And because you you break it down for doing uh, studying different parts of it every day and doing a little homework assignment, it's nothing too wild. It should take I don't know a few minutes every day, and I thought that might be interesting. So um, if what we what we figure out is interesting, we'll have you come back. And if it's not, I'll just say we really suck at this <laughs> and we're really not interesting <laughs> with that Chaldean numerology <laughs> well I've had one person get through it so far I have several people that are um wanting to be certified but they just haven't finished so I've got one person that actually finished but uh I think it's something that yes you could try to do it in 30 days but it's something that's kind of a lifetime study type thing but uh you don't want to make yourself crazy either where you're, you know, you're going around and you're adding numbers on everything. <laughs> no, no, but I thought, you know, it's really interesting. So why not? We'll, 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 we'll check it out for 30 days and then um, whatever 30 days works out. We're going to start tomorrow. So whatever 30 days works out too. I've got a calendar right in front of me. Uh, let's okay. see. What is tomorrow? Tomorrow's, uh, this is going to air on the 16th. Yay. So we're going to, it's the 16th, your number, 16. <laughs> so, um, start on the 17th. So, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 
16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30. Makes it June 15th. So for the show on June, so the show on June 20th, we'll come back and talk about what we thought about it. There's no coincidences. We were talking about that 16 and tomorrow's the 16th that you're going to start. <laughs> well, we're actually going to start on the 17th because um, she's got to listen to the show. The show will air. Maybe we'll start on the 16th. Oh, is the show going to air tomorrow? Okay. So I'm just going to put a note, a mark on there. Okay. <laughs> I'm just marking my calendar so I know which day. So I don't have to count it again. Some people can do math really easy and um, with all the days and the months living, having some of 31, some of 30, occasionally we've got 29. So um, I just can't go, well, this should be the day. Uh, it's just not going to work. So, um, so now when we, talk, when, we, when we talked in Chicago, I was thinking that you said that you were going to be doing a fiction book, a novel. Did you say you are you going to be are you working on a novel? Wild with it, yeah. It's already a trilogy now. <laughs> oh wow! Because I didn't see. Have you published any of them yet? Oh my gosh! No, I just got that idea the week of the conference. So cool, cool. Working on the tarot book, but I'm getting sidetracked. So oh, it, what's it really? It's easy to get sidetracked. Yeah, I'm 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 working on the fiction instead of. So I'll probably have to work on both, so. Yeah, well, you have to let us know. Do you think it will be something to do with numerology where the characters will be involved in numerology or? No, but that could be the next series. So they, uh, it's, I don't think it's related really to, well, I don't think it's really related to anything that I've written or that I teach, but um, I've thought about that. So doing something like that. Yeah, I mean, since you're an expert in the um, the metaphysical sciences, it would be really easy to weave these things in with your characters. And, you know, for fantasy, that probably would work really well, especially, you know, if, you, if you're interested in writing fantasy. <laughs> and see, that's another reason that I was interested in, in talking about this, because I thought, as I was reading a history of, in your book, I think you had some history, and then I went online to read some about Chaldean? Chaldean? Uh, yep, Chaldean. Chaldean. I keep saying it wrong. Uh, just the, uh, the, the background and stuff. Of course, I can't remember any of it now because it's, I'm just getting my head around all of it. But I thought, this is really interesting because uh, in my fantasy book, I do have some issues that deal with some prehistory. So uh, I, I'm doing some more research into this myself too. And just the, the whole thing is just really, really interesting. So I was really excited when you were talking at the table about what you did. I'm like, ooh, that's really good. I like that. So uh, I'm happy to have you come on today. And um, Jace, do you have, right now, you've got the books. Let's see. If you go to Anne Marie's page on, on Amazon, and I'll have links in the show notes so you can find these books, she has got several if you're interested in metaphysical sciences. So I'm going to look at these here. She's got the, the numbers. She's got um, Breaking Your Magnetic Patterns. And she also has a book on poetry. This is... Oh, gosh. You can so, skip that. 
<laughs> I just wrote that for myself. Um, there's some breaking free, like breaking free karma. And then I've got a, actually, I've got a real interesting number book, um, synchronicity numbers that you yes. can use like tarot cards. So you can think of a number and a situation and then open and read the advice. Um, or if you're seeing a number over and over and over again, look it up and see what the message is. So that's kind of fun, but. Yeah, I see it as a paperback. Do you have it? Is it also an ebook? Should be, yeah. Okay, I'm trying to get my. Don't my send anybody to my website because I just messed it up. <laughs> I was trying to add books. And it yeah, and terrible. I'll put a link to Emory's website, and you teach, oh. and you have all kinds of great stuff on your website, including um, a free a free book, Jordan newsletter. There is a free book. Uh, it's kind of a breakdown or a watered down version of. Um, the Chaldean numerology. And I just recently took down, uh, I, I do readings, I do give readings, but I recently just took that down temporarily because I'm, I get where I get too much going on and too overloaded. So I go through periods where I uh, don't do readings, but. Yeah. So is that the best way to find you is it's annemarieuber.com and are you um, there or else? Yeah, patreon.com, same name, Amory Eber. And I teach on there and I do a weekly reading. Um, you can ask any question you want to ask of me. If I can at all answer it, I will. Um, so I do live live readings and, you know, you can do a dollar a month or dollar an episode, whatever you want to do. So. And that's patreon.com slash? Backslash Amory Eber. Yeah, I'm not gonna see, I'm not gonna massacre your net last name, but I will put it in the show notes. So drop down, look at the show notes, click on those, check out her website, go to the Patreon, check out her book. It's really, really interesting. And in the back, she goes into several celebrities and does their numbers and talks about the luck they had or didn't have and how the numbers affected them during their lives. So it was interesting, and there was a bunch of them, um, George Clooney and, and Julia Roberts and Elvis and Ronald Reagan and just a bunch. I know I'm missing some more, and those were all interesting. And then by the end, I'm like, I got to go back and reread them again because I can't remember. It was <laughs> too many numbers. <laughs> too many numbers, but you have to take, just go chapter by chapter in stages. and Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Definitely. And, uh, but we'll see how I do with, like I said, I want to do the 30 days just to get a better feel for this system. And, um, I will, uh, keep you all updated. If you come back every week and listen, I will up to do a short update on how it's going. And then probably on June 20th, that show, I'll see if I, if my friend does this with me, I will have her come on and we'll just talk for a couple of minutes, either the beginning or the end of the show, just about, how the 30 days went and what we thought about it. And, um, and we'll just talk about it just a little bit. Uh, so that is it. So thank you so much for coming on today. And anything else you want to tell anybody? No, just um, thank you so much for having me. Oh, no problem. This was fun. This is very interesting. So uh, thanks a lot. And uh, hang on just for a second. Thanks, Anne-Marie, and I'm sorry I mispronounced your name, and I'm not going to try to say it again because I'm going to do it wrong. I'm really bad uh, with names, just like the character in my book series, June. She's terrible with names, and it isn't that I forget them. It's that, well, sometimes I do, but it's hard to hear to pronounce them correctly sometimes. 
So that's my issue. Anyway, so thanks a lot. And my friend and I are going to try the 30 days uh, with her workbook. And I've lost my note. Sorry. Um, uh, it's a companion book to five numbers of destiny. I'll have the links in the show notes and uh, I'll, I'll update you uh, over the next few weeks to tell you how it's going. Uh, I want to learn more about it. It's interesting and we'll see, we'll see how it goes. And, and maybe my friend will come on and we will talk about our experience and what we learned, maybe what we didn't learn, how we feel about it, that kind of thing. So that'll be fun. We'll just be a few minutes talking about it. So anyway, so thank you for listening today and uh, come back next week. We'll have a very exciting show. We, I mean me, very exciting show. Like I said, I met a lot of really great authors at my conference. I've got all kinds of great books in my Kindle that I've been reading. Some I'm done with already. Some I'm still reading. Uh, so a lot of good shows, <clears throat> excuse me, for you in the future here. Don't forget to leave a comment in the show notes. If you are listening on the podcast, just go down to the show notes. And the very first thing you see will be a link to the uh, dedicated page for the show. If you put your comment there, I will see it. Sometimes people put comments in places. Uh, the show is like on Google something or other. I don't even know that. So somebody told me, oh, I, wrote, I did a comment. You never said anything. Sorry, didn't see it. Uh, so go down, click on that link. We are also, we, and I mean me, the show is also on Instagram. It's books, I think, underscore cubed. But if you write in books cubed, you should be able to find it. Uh, I just have started putting posts up. So um, uh, it's not a lot there yet. But uh, uh, find me there. Leave a comment there if you like, because I will see it there. And uh, if there's a book that you think I should be reading, uh, whether it's yours or somebody else's, please leave me the link so I can find it. I always uh, download samples to every single book that people recommend. And that's probably why I have so many romance books. But I don't know, maybe that's not it. I think I found some on my own. But anyway, so we're on, uh, we're on Instagram. And we, I mean me, uh, is on Instagram, uh, Books Cubed. And uh, if you're watching the video, uh, I'm sorry about the background. My office is still in pieces. And uh, I've got some pictures up. There's one behind my head. You can't see it. And I'm not moving. Uh, but we need to get some shelving and that kind of thing because it's just looking kind of crowded and it's making me um, nervous to come in here and I'm not getting work done. And I do like to try to work at home just because I hate going out. Just, I mean, I like Starbucks, and uh, uh, but it's, it's expensive to go out and buy a tea, you know, three or four times a week. So uh, uh, anyway... If you're watching on video, eventually this will look interesting behind you and I'll get it all set up and all that. So uh, have a wonderful, wonderful week. I will see you next week. And in the meantime, go read a good book. Mm -hmm.